Welcome to the 4Fanboys Podcast, where we talk about movies, video games, and all other types of media. I'm Nick. I'm Joshua. I'm Kyle. And I'm Zach. So today we are going to be going over the Crunchyroll Anime Awards, because we all know that the Crunchyroll Anime Awards are the objective best of the best, and there is no bias based on how popular a show is. Ha ha. Yeah, honestly, I think that every single award went to an anime that completely deserved it. What do you guys think? Any uh, Anything pop out at you reading over the list that you think um, didn't deserve the win? Didn't or did? Didn't. Oh. I think everything was perfect. Obviously, Attack on Titan and uh, Demon Slayer are the only two anime that matters. So I'm glad they won just about every award. Yeah, how Aaron got the best protagonist without even being a protagonist, man. That takes whoa, some skill. Whoa, 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 don't spoil the list. But you anyway, just told me um, to point one out. Well, you could, yeah, you pointed out the anime, and then you said what award it won. That's cheating. You can't do that. Oh, okay. You're giving away the biggest twist of all time. Oh, sorry. An even bigger twist than the ending of Attack on Titan. I like the part when he said, it's Titan time. Dang, Titan all over the place. I like the Bang part when so-and-so was actually a Titan the whole time. Whoa. I like oh, when so-and-so actually became a Titan? Oh, my God. Oh that was such goodness. a good moment. I like when Goku came in and got in a huge fight with like all the top titans. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Although we do have some big, uh, big Goku no- news coming up later. Yes. Well, what are we going to start with now? Right now, we're going to start with who won the best voice acting performance for the language of English. The nominees were Jack Black. Obviously, Jack Black oh, for Chris Bowser. Pratt. For Mario, no, he doesn't. He doesn't deserve to be here. Okay, so we had Amanda Lee, who was the voice of Marin from My Dress Up Darling, which I haven't seen, but like I probably should. Probably shouldn't. It's a good enough. I've anime, heard it's a good enough show. A lot of fan service, a little oh, sketchy. Oh, I don't like fan service when it's like in your face fan service. But kind of um, takes away from the show. Yeah, Amanda Lee, also known as Amelie, she does a ton of like English covers of anime songs and whatnot and isn't she a vtuber yeah. oh is yeah she, she is yeah, yeah she the is. monarch oh she loses she loses by default then <laughs> uh, i don't know i think she's funny honestly I, amanda lee i thought that name was familiar i watch her covers or listen to them i guess technically both since the youtube video uh let's see there was i'm not gonna read that next one i refuse to say that name zach you want to go over who no, uh, no i can't see the list just so everyone knows <laughs> Right. It's a voice actor that we do not think is deserving of being on a list of best voice actor for the year. Chris Pratt? Actually, there's actually two of them on here that I very much disagree with. Well, then I mean, just because they, they do literally be the same exact voice for every single is character it Chris they Sabat? do in everything. No. Yes, I no, will it's not say Chris that Sabat. using the same voice in everything is not a bad thing. People, Actors never change their face and nobody complains. Yeah, but an actor can act their way into a different role. You know, and be convincing about as it. As long as it fits. Who is it? Just tell me. Okay, so we have tell Jeremy Lay as Kotaro Sato in Kotaro Lives Alone. I have no idea who that is. It was a show about a little kid who lives alone. I heard Jeremy Lay. Uh, I have heard of her, but I still don't know who she is. Who she She was... Did she play like someone in Dragon Ball or something or One Piece? Uh, probably. She, she was, was in a lot. lot of things. And you will like instantly recognize her voice because she does not adjust 
at all from what I've seen. Well, as long as it fits, that's all that matters. Sometimes, yep. I will say, sometimes when they hire an actor, they're hiring them for a specific voice. So if they get known for that, like, one role or voice or whatever, then people just hire them because they want that. Yeah, so. but it doesn't mean it's a good voice I, and I, I want to hear but constantly. Like, and another issue I take with that is I think it is bad to have the same voice in everything because it actually pulls you out of the experience kind of i mean there's to a degree where even when i hear todd habercorn talk like ever i'm instantly like oh that's todd habercorn because his voice is pretty similar which he will adjust it somewhat but he just has a really distinct voice um like he was in destiny 2 as the drifter for example where he spoke with more of an accent I like hearing a distinct voice in a voiceover. It's cool. You get well, to recognize voice actor. Oh, I know that guy. I like Yeah, him. but there's a difference between distinct where they change it, but you can still kind of pull that it's them. And when they use literally the same voice, that's also not that fitting of a voice most of the time. And it's not completely the voice actor's fault because, again, the director is telling them to do the exact voice they do, but I don't have to enjoy listening to it. <laughs> hey, that's the thing where it doesn't fit. Like, if it fits, it's good. But if it doesn't fit, it doesn't matter if you change your voice or not. It doesn't fit. And then the other person who, again, does, like... It's so upsetting because in his YouTube videos... Sung Won Cho, a.k.a. ProZD. Yeah, in his YouTube videos... He was he, in God of War Ragnarok as the squirrel. He does all these different voices. Yet when he's in video games, it's literally always the same. It, it is, yeah. He just kind of, That's yeah. not true. I played the game Lost Judgment. He plays two different characters, and one of them, you can't even tell that's him. It, oh, reason, yeah, well, I played Borderlands 3, and you couldn't tell it was him because they, they have a heavy voice filter, filter on his him, voice. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say half the voices he does in his channel are all different because they're all silly voices, which he wouldn't sound realistic. Can. Like that's, he can, that's do the different voices, can do different voices. But when you see him in more popular media, he's typically just using his basic Squirrel voice squirrel voice yeah again that's the director they say what kind of voice they want so they just go sure that voice is good yeah but it doesn't mean i have to enjoy the voice they pick and it doesn't mean that he deserves an award for that voice again no hate on either of these voice actors but the voice that they use does not deserve to be up there with other voice actors who do a better voice for their role even if it's not fully their fault you know I mean, it's funny that I'm saying that about, like, for example, the the one the nomination for Charmy Lay, she was actually in Kotro Lives Alone, um, in which it's like a child, so she actually was changing her voice quite a bit for that role. Yeah, but also I just can't get over any of her um, roles. I mean, it wouldn't bother me as much, but I just don't like her voice that much. Sorry, sorry, when you're listening to our super popular podcast, I don't don't take this personally. Um... But it just, I, I don't, it doesn't vibe with me. So like it, when it I hear the same like voice, it sounds like she's in out of the of early two thousands of English dubbing, but then dubs in more modern anime where the English voice actors kind of take it more seriously than they did back then. But her voice is still kind of like a silly voice for the characters most of the time. Yeah, it feels a little out there, like. In Steins Gate, she plays that one character whose name I can't remember, and it doesn't really fit with the rest of the voice cast. It's a little too, like, overly bubbly. And she's like that with every role that she's given, which, again, it might not be her fault, but it doesn't mean that I enjoy listening to it in the anime that I'm watching. And then the other two uh, nominees that did not win 
were Zeno Robinson, who voiced Gamma 2 in Dragon Ball Super, Superhero, which I still need to watch, honestly. I, it looks really good, though. It comes out this month, like, officially on, like, home video and stuff. I may have or may have not pre-ordered it. <laughs> I may or may not be going to your house to watch it when it gets there. Okay. And again, I don't want to come across like we're bashing specifically these two voice actors, saying they're, like, totally just terrible and all that. It's just an issue we have with certain, like, again, like, voice actors that are similar across everything, and they're just kind of our punching bags because they're on the awards right now. So they just kind <laughs> of brought up the issue. Because, again, even even voice actors that I do like, like Todd Habercorn, I think he very often comes across with the same kind of voice, and it still distracts me because I, I can always just pull that out instantly. Like, oh, that's, you know, him, and... Now I'm just picturing him as this character from another anime or something because it sounds exactly the I same. I mean, that doesn't bother me. I, I'm always fully aware that, that they aren't real people I'm watching. Well, yeah, this. but it just doesn't mean that they belong on, like, a list of the best voice acting role of the year. It does if they did a really good job. I mean, my, my argument's a poor argument against them anyway. To say, like, oh, I don't like them because they sound the same and everything yeah. doesn't mean that doesn't... their performance in this wasn't good. Yeah, like, yeah you guys aren't like, talking no says about regular actors <laughs> at all. Like, Actually, I would argue that when actors do the same role, but you're not talking in every about movie, the same you role. Do you're talking get, about the same voice. Well, yeah, but if they do the same character in every movie, you do get tired of okay, it. But like the, the Rock, you guys complain about the Rock. I've never complained about the Rock. I never did. You guys complained about the Rock for the Black Adam movie, where you said he just portrayed himself. I yeah, that's a, that's a joke about some actors like him. Yeah, they'll, they'll be like he, he just plays yeah, like his own no character saying, and everything. But we're not saying about portraying. We're saying about the voice they use. And we're yeah, but they're acting with their voice and they're portraying the same character across all different types of media. And it's just part voice. of the problem so is... So do you not like it when you hear Dio's voice actor and, like, stuff? It gets awkward sometimes, yeah. I mean, it's funny because then I just imagine that character as Dio and that just makes it funnier. But it does pull away from my immersion a little bit. It sounds more like a you problem. It, maybe it is. <laughs> yeah, but this is why we're talking about how we personally feel I mean, this way. Maybe I happen to know that anime isn't real. Whoa. Maybe that's it. Like, the guy who voices Dio also voices the antagonist in uh, Gintama, my favorite anime. And I notice it every time he talks, and it never pulls me out of it. In fact, I like it. Yeah, it never pulls me out of it when I recognize it. Maybe anything. you're just not as immersed in your content. Maybe I'm too much into film and TV that I'm just like, oh, hey, there's s some other person or something. And for the record, I think Pro ZD did a good job in uh, God of War Ragnarok. He was okay. I, I think that is a very hot take. He was saying okay. that he did a good job. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, alongside like some of the other voice actors they had in there, like Kratos and Mimi. Kratos and Freya, was, I think, the best. They he had just, a, they had a lot of really good ones. He just really crushes the role. I don't. I'm glad he won an award at the uh, video game, game awards. Yeah. yeah, me too. And he know, really deserved it. Yeah. I know Ratatosker was like a minor role, and he didn't. He didn't do a bad job of it or anything, but like he starts talking and you're instantly like, "That's Pro ZD talking." He also he just gives you quests. That's all he does, right? Yes. Basically. Yeah, yeah. that's all he does. He's just side quest. He doesn't like do anything actual, like anything. <laughs> I might also be blowing out of proportion how much this bothers me. I think you are. For but anyway, no, we're not. Value. No, this is facts. <laughs> Hard, cold, logical facts. That voice actors should always change their voices for every role. Forever. Not everyone can be uh, Mel Blanc, 
That's a guy who did Looney Tunes, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, again, it just it depends on the character they're portraying. There's sometimes it would make sense to use their sort of normal voice. Yeah. Sometimes though they'll be using their normal voice on a character that they shouldn't be. Yeah. Where it just sounds really weird. And last time I bring this up, again, it's not completely the voice actor's fault because the director also tells them to do the voice for that character and what gets approved or not approved is up to the director, but it doesn't mean I have to enjoy the voice actor's work in that role. So who? Yeah, won? also sometimes we just don't like people's voices because it's just our personal preference. Anyways, That's the winner was Zach Aguilar. I don't know who that is. Uh, he was David Martinez in Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I never saw Cyberpunk, but I heard that was good. I've so heard I'm it was very good. Though. I saw a lot of people are very happy about any awards that it may or may not have won. Fun yeah. fact, you know the uh, female lead, the blue lolly girl? Yeah. Originally, Cyberpunk devs didn't like that she was included. They thought the game was too mature to include a character that looked so young. But the anime team fought to keep her in. It's Studio Trigger. They, they'll do what they do. And um, they do it really well. But... I, I have to wonder, even in this case, Zach Aguilar, um, one of his major roles lately has been as the Traveler in Genshin Impact. So you, you wonder if there's a little bit of popularity contest happening in this one. That name does sound familiar. What else does he do? You guys have a list, so you should know, right? Uh, about that. So I really don't know too many uh, roles from more recent English voice actors because I've switched to listening to... Uh, or watching sub instead of dub. You're anime. welcome. But yeah, like honestly, looking at this list, Jeremy Lay is like by far the most popular. I mean, Amelie's pretty popular in her own right, but she mostly, I feel like, is into the music side of things, and then she voice acts here and there. Like, like she's, a, she's a, been doing it more lately. She's the maid in Kaguya-sama. Hayasaka. Yeah. Oh, oh she really? should have won. Cool. She should have won. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, I did hear with the dub of. Kaguya-sama, didn't they add more jokes in the dub or something? The, the narrator. Yeah, like the narrator more, is different. I think they made it more localization to make the jokes land more for a Western audience. Like, I remember seeing a clip online of the narrator calling one of the girls best girl. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he's like more zany and joke-driven. I really like the narrator. The, the narrator in both is really good, and it makes me want to watch all of Kaguya-sama dubbed also because it does look really good. I haven't watched in a while, but I've re I've only watched it dub and it was pretty good. Yeah, I as much as I bash on dubs a lot, it's only because a lot of dubs suck, not because all of them suck. Funny like, story. I mentioned before Steinsgate. Overall, okay. Steinsgate's a very good with, dub. I like that. With, like, the Kaguya dub, uh, the sister of the ma male protagonist, I forget her name, and the male protagonist's name, Shirogane, whatever, the sister, uh, something happened during, like, recording because she sounds weird. Like with the mic or something. Yeah, that's weird. What? Yeah. Like, it, what kind of weird? It sounds really off. She sounds different. It almost sounds like she recorded it at home or something and then sent it in. But that's not the case because uh, Funimation had to dub like before like all that stuff. So I really don't know what happened. Something like, had to go wrong. She sounded it. one way and then the voice changed partway through? Like she's... She, just sounds like lower Everyone else the sounded like actors. the characters themselves were talking. It sounded like there was a recording for it for her. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's even possible that she had to re-record for some reason, and then yeah, had to do it from home. Maybe, but it 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 sounds off. Like, we I'm know sure some voice actors have been uh, canceled lately, and they had to redo their lines. It just know. happened again in Genshin Impact. <laughs> Originally, it was it was the Chinese voice actor for 
like a character's companion so they muted him for a while and then replaced it with someone else now it's the english voice actor for like a major character in the game uh who is probably gonna end up getting replaced i i think they announced that they are replacing him but they're doing it slowly yeah they're gonna like roll out like a little bit at a time which i mean good he really should not be in the game after what happened but with that the next category is the best voice acting performance, but in Japanese. Take it away, Mr. Tango. I accidentally hit back on my browser, so now I can't All see right, so, uh, <laughs> This one, I think, is a little bit of a better list, in my opinion. Also, sorry for calling you your uh, like Twitch name. Or not Twitch name, whatever. It's habit at this point. So we had Atsumi Tanaz- Tanazaki, who was Anya Forger in Spy Family. Oh, snap. Very, very good job. Yes. Uh, Chika Anzai, who was Chisato Nishikigi in Lycoris Recoil. Didn't watch it. Never I've heard, heard good it. things. And from like the little bit of clips I've seen of the show, I haven't really had any complaints with the voices. So I assume that they did a good job. We have... Uh, I don't want to pronounce that because I'm probably going to get it wrong for Jolene Kujo. I know you're talking about. Yeah, it's like, I would, I would say it's like Fairu or something like that. Anyway, she did absolutely amazing. And I'm so mad still that Netflix killed all the hype for that show. Because it was the first part of the season. The first third was really good. And then Netflix was like, well, you like JoJo? We're going to kill all hype for the show and leave it dead in arrival. Thanks, Netflix. Yeah, but I just like keeping the rest of it delayed for a year or something. That was fun. I don't remember if it was, was it the English or the Japanese voice actress for Jolene that... Got um, into voice acting to voice Jolene? It was yeah. the Japanese. Was, yeah. I think it was both. Well, I remember the Japanese one saying it after they announced it. Yeah, like they, they literally got started voice acting because they're like, I want to vo- voice this character yeah. when that part comes out. And they like somehow managed to get it too. Which honestly, good for them. They absolutely deserved it. They knocked it out of the park. And, like, getting into voice acting is no small feat. You have to go to school and everything for that. We have Misaki Kuno, who was both Fapuda and Iramuyui. No idea what that is. From what show? Uh, Made in Abyss, the golden city of the scorching sun. Don't watch Made in Abyss. That's a weird show. I have to watch it just to watch it. I know it's weird. I know it's dark. I know it's full of uh, really unsettling scenes, but... One day I'll watch it. And then last but not least, uh, Sun Natsuki Hane, who was Tanjiro Kamado in Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba Entertainment District Arc, which, as much as I think that the show is, like, a little overhyped a bit, maybe, kind of, a little bit, you know? It, he does a good job. I've read some of it. it. They do a good job. It doesn't seem like anything special. It's like your standard shonen battle manga. It's just that they did a very good job animating it to uh, the point where it looks really good to watch, even if the story it tells and the characters in it themselves are kind of like run-of-the-mill. They do a very good job animating it. I think it's really big in Japan because it's one of the only major animes that dive deep into Japanese culture. The rest are all, like, fantasy and stuff. Which brings me to a complaint I'm going to have later. Just wait. Just wait. 
Anyway. He's going to um, forget. No, I'm not going to forget because I'm very annoyed that this specific thing won this specific category. I've only watched Spy Family, the dub, so I, I don't know how the sub oh, Anya in uh, the sub. Anya's a little girl. Yeah. Okay, I've seen clips of this. Sub, it's like so really that's... done well. I okay. think I kind of She goes waka waka in the sub, but they don't have a replacement in the dub. Oh, really? Does she just say the same thing? She doesn't say waka waka. She does, she doesn't have any catchphrase in the dub. What? Well, what does she say when they chill so, those lines? So, just for context, it's just a little sort of exclamation that, like, someone will say when they're excited. Well, I guess I don't have anything. Like, what would you say in, like, English? Just, well, it's, wow. she's supposed to be kind of weird, so wow. I don't know. Excitement. Wow, wow. Just say wow twice. No, waka, waka. That's four syllables. What would you say? Wow, wow, wow. Or just have her say waka, waka. What yeah, does she say that? Not everything translates, like, well. Just whatever makes sense in context. So they just extend her lines to, like, actual words during that? I guess. I never noticed anything. Wow, off. that's so cool. And stuff like that, probably. Yeah, probably. It's like uh, Conan's, uh, what does he say? Detective Conan? Truth always prevails? No, that, that's... Dante Bio. No, he says he he also has a catchphrase. Do, I do, do. It's, no, it's like actual words. It's like I forget. It's probably something, but that that was never translated in any in any. He it had a, a manga translation, like two anime adaptations, and they never translated it ever. Oh, uh, that's funny. Anyways, oh. the winner for uh, best voice acting performance in Japanese was Yuki Kaji for Eren Yeager. And Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2. Lame. I hope he doesn't win. Because he's not a protagonist. He, anyway. He won Best Voice Actor. What? I never knew that. Yeah. I just want to say, though, in general, Japanese voice actors are far better at, like, voicing children characters without sounding like they're an adult trying to sound like a kid compared to the English voice actors. Well, lots of times they tend to have higher voices, especially the girls. Well, it's just, again, in Japan, they have a lot more like rigorous training for voice actors they have schools and everything so it's a like a full industry they have going on whereas in like english voice acting it's there i think they usually just kind of get into it they usually start on like youtube or something there's no school there's no like big college for it or anything you just sort of get into it and get try and get to know people in the industry and obviously have some talent for it and then you just sort of yeah, but on. it's natural talent versus people who are naturally talented and then also go to literal school to learn how to make their voice even better. It's a really big difference. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, Aaron Yeager's voice is good. I don't know if I would consider it like the voice best of, of the, the year. year good. Yeah. No. I, I vote for Anya. I would I would probably vote for either yeah. Anya or Jolene. Honestly, the Japanese uh, voice... I don't know anything about the English voice for Anya, but the Japanese voice for Anya, she sounds like a little kid, like how you picture a Japanese little kid will sound. I will say the English one, I know it doesn't matter because it's not a word for that one, but the English one does do a good job sounding like a kid. And I just feel like last year, for Attack on Titan, Aaron just did a bunch of like regular old talking. He didn't really flex his skills 
for the most part. Wait, so you're saying he won due only to his popularity of the show that he's in? Possibly. Instead of having an actual good I voice? could be misremembering. They keep splitting this into more and more parts, and I just forget what even happened. Well, how many people who vote on these awards show actually think back and think, geez, what voice, who did the best voice acting job this year? Or just not think quickly, two seconds, oh, that's my favorite anime. Like, anime. Click on that and then move on. How many people voted, watched every anime in the uh, options? Probably, like, none of them. Maybe we should get on to the real awards. Yeah, maybe. Not to say voice actors aren't important, but um, yeah. we spent a lot, yeah. a lot of time on the, just a couple of voice actors. All right, so who do you think won Best Romance Anime of the Year? Was it Call of the Night? Comey Can't Communicate, Second Series. Ew, please no. Love After World Domination. Kaguya-sama, Love is War, Ultra Romantic. My Dress Up Darling, or Shikimori's Not Just a Cutie, which I also hope did not win. I'm going Why is this the category that I've seen at least like an episode off of almost everything? The only one I haven't is Call of the Night. I saw a few episodes of Comey. It did not live up at all to the hype Why behind it. Why is that it. show so popular? Okay, so the manga it was a four coma, was a four coma yeah. yeah. And it was very well received. But four coma do not translate to anime well at all, apparently. From what we've seen, every single anime that's been translated from a four coma that I've seen has been pretty bad. So Tori Bochi will have a word with you. It's a four coma manga that translates really well into an anime. It's I all about how they yet. adapt it, like the skill behind the team. So is it just like a fifteen minute long, like each episode fifteen minutes? And no, then like... they it just they have to adapt it into regular anime episodes. So is it so it's a bunch of short like nope. Oh no! So they Typic just extend every. Okay. No, not see. not even really. They might use some of the same jokes and stuff. Maybe I I actually haven't really read four comas for the most part, so I can't really tell you how they adapt them. But um, generally when I see an anime that is based on a four coma, it it just depends. They're they're kind of they have a source material to work with, but they're not basing it. They're they're not going through each comic strip and trying to adapt it in a row or something like that. At least not. For the most part. Fun fact, that reminds me of a current anime that's on right now called Tomochan is a Girl. Originally, it was like a, like one page or something. At least that was, seems like how it releases. Where like it's just a bunch of May stories where it's like only one page or two. And they adapt it by literally just combining some of the uh, stories that have similar plots and just combine them into like an episode and just do a bunch of shorts in a single episode. Uh, but yeah, for this one, I would say... I haven't seen the second season of Comey. I saw some of the first one. That was okay, but nothing special. Love After World Domination was an interesting idea, but just kind of boring. Like, uh, I don't know if it just went too slowly, but there was nothing like... They didn't They didn't do enough with the premise to catch my attention after a couple episodes. And Shikimori's not just a cutie. I saw, like, one episode of that, and it just... Could not keep my attention even through the first episode. No, not at all. I feel like there's nothing like special about it. It just feels like every single anime rom com ever. Like a tough girl and uh, like more like a shy guy fall in love. That's like how many. And they just don't really do much with the premise outside of that. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say Kaguya Sama out of all those. It's the only yeah, one I've actually seen anything. Not only that, it's like a, maybe a 10 out of 10 season, if I'm being honest. I'm still like in season two, so. I well, you better you better hurry like, up and uh, watch more because it only gets better. I, I missed the movie because I didn't know it was coming out. Ah, uh, 
there was a movie yep they had it out like at valentine's day and i didn't know until like a day or two beforehand wow. okay but when are we getting an anime for the official fan doujin that's not a fan doujin because it was uh written by the mangaka as like an official adaptation what he, he made a he made a second like series no so fan? it's like a remake Dojin fan thing, except it was not a fan thing. It's an officially written manga that for some reason people call it like the lovers were Dojin when it's it's not. So he remade it? It's kind of like a little bit more mature, but not anything crazy. I don't know. It's, it's really weird. I think it's just because uh, there was a lot of hype, which I mean, it was well-deserved hype. Kaguya-sama is really good, yep. which is why it deserved its win for best romance anime of the year. Okay, it actually won. Yeah, yeah. It actually okay, won. good. So my dress up darling was also really good. I just liked the the positivity and embracing their passions, like mm-hmm. the cosplay and the the other guy like made. Yeah, what else did you sure like about it? Would be Zach, cool yeah. to hang out with someone who embraced the love of for cosplay. That would be so cool. Zach, well, why else did you go like over? Because huh? the one guy was really into doll making because that's what his family did and people would always make fun of him saying it was creepy and stuff and then like somebody's like hey that's really cool that, that you know that that, that that's kind of similar to cosplay you should you should you should help me with cosplay stuff because it's a similar thing yeah and it's just that was a pretty positive thing overall I like that what else did you like about it Zach huh you like Marin <sighs> is Marin your waifu no all right, guys, it's time for me for my big complaint, okay? The next category is Best Fantasy Anime. Uh-oh. Maiden Abyss, The Golden City of no. the Scorching Sun. Mashoko Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation, Season 1, Second Core. No. Overlord 4, Ranking of Kings, Core 2. The Case Study of Vanitas, Core 2. I don't care what you say, all five of those as a f- set a really, really good fantasy world up where like the world itself feels like a really well fleshed out amazing fantasy world right and the winner demon slayer entertainment (laughs) disregard it's not even fantasy it's literally taking place in a real just town it's it's more of historical fantasy like with more emphasis on historical well barely historical it's like early 1900s or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's early 1900s Japan with a few monsters running around. That's basically Yeah, it. that's that's it's, not fantasy. It's very very barely fantasy. How does that win fantasy like, anime the, of the year? The entire fantasy element is the demons and I guess the the like Combat. weird breathing techniques and stuff that the demon slayers use. Um, besides that, there's like nothing fantasy. It's because people will revoke these awards based on, hey, this is my favorite anime, so I'm going to vote for it in every category it appears. That's how people vote. Hey, and, and it's so dumb. And I would like to point out, Nick actually remembered what he wanted to complain about. Yeah, of course I did. Congrats, I was Nick. very passionate about this. That this show should not have won any other award it wins. Like, I'm sure someone could argue the merits of it winning that award. I might not agree. But the argument is there. It did not deserve to win fantasy anime. Now, for context, uh, I watched Demon Slayer up to when they fought the spider guy after he was defeated, and I dropped it because I didn't like it. But I will argue would deserve it if it wins uh, best animation or something. It would deserve that. It does have really good animation. I've watched everything that they've released so far, besides the newest movie for Demon Slayer, and it's got great animation. And that's uh, that's about it. <laughs> well, yeah. To me, this feels like. like how would you feel if Attack on Titan won Best Fantasy? 
that would be slightly better because it's it's more a, focused it's on more the fantasy. fantasy aspects. Yeah. Although as it goes on, it gets like more mixed. It's kind of steampunk at like once it gets to season four. Well, it's still steampunk, but it goes more into the steampunk. But even I would, I wouldn't even really consider Attack on Titan to be like fantasy. Yeah, like it, yeah. Is fantasy. it technically fantasy? Maybe, but not like when I think fantasy. Yeah, but that'd I be think, like calling I mean, uh, Tokyo can, Ghoul fantasy. You can argue that like a not lot fantasy. of fiction is technically fantasy. You could find yeah, exactly. Something. And I feel like fantasy, you gotta have your like magic, maybe some elves and dwarves and stuff. And also, the, the I mean, that's technically high fantasy, not fantasy. Get it right. Yeah, and I'll argue one of the biggest part makes uh, Demon Slayer anything like fantasy is the breathing techniques with the element attacks. But the element attacks aren't real. They just make it look fancier. Like when Tanjiro uh, cuts somebody with water, there's no actual water. Yeah, again, everything that they do to make the show look good does not actually mean that the fantasy elements are there. They're just for the viewer's enjoyment. They look good on the eyes. They don't look good on the list of fantasy anime. Okay. Well, what's the next category? All right. Guys, you'll never believe it. Best drama anime. Who do you think won? Oh, I'm going to no. guess Attack on Titan. You'd be right. That's a safe bet. It's more it's... of a drama than it is a fantasy, at least. <laughs> True. Yeah. But what it... are the other drama choices? All right. 86, 86, part two. Cyberpunk Edgerunners. Dance, Dance, Dancer, Kultura Lives Alone, and Maiden Abyss, The Golden City of the Scorching Sun. Mm. Now, I'm going to be honest. None of those really I sound... really only watched a little bit of Kultura Lives Alone, and uh, besides that, I haven't really watched anything else in the list, but I mean, I guess it's drama enough. Well, the thing with drama is, what makes something a drama is that it's not comedy. That's all it needs for it to technically be a drama. But since there's so many different, like, uh genres they couldn't find one that's like more drama focused you know like uh more like it doesn't have to be like battles or or fantasy yeah when i think drama i'd probably say something like steins gate which i can't stop mentioning today because it's the best anime or i mean made in abyss i think would be a pretty solid pick for a drama just from the little i know about the show i mean arguably i'd say like season three of attack on titan was pretty drama heavy yeah. I guess, yeah. It's, yeah, it's... I would say, that's not what we're voting oh, on today. Yeah. It's final season part <laughs> yeah. two. Yeah. I would say drama is more character-focused stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I like, unless... Like, and the, the interactions between yes. said characters. Yeah. Which is why Cultural Lives Alone, which I, I really don't love the show, but as a drama, it is literally about Cultural and the other characters' interactions with the world around them and how they live and fit in this world. And how everyone reacts to them in that world. And all the drama that comes from that. Like it does a decent job telling that story. From what I've heard about the story of 86. They probably do a pretty good job in that department. It just it should not have gone to Attack on Titan. Yeah Attack on Titan. I'm not as upset about it as I am. Giant monsters. Demon Slayer winning fantasy is awful. Attack on Titan. Winning best drama is slightly less they awful. Ha- they have plenty of drama throughout. There's probably more drama than actual action, like fighting titans and stuff yeah. anyway. Yeah, the final season is way more drama focused than the earlier seasons. Also, what's next award? Best non-drama. Non-drama. <laughs> it's the best comedy anime. Oh. Where uh, I think Kaguya-sama was snubbed. 
Who won? <laughs> well, who won the nominees? Anyway? So, uh, Kaguya-sama Love is War, Ultra Romantic. Kultura, how does Kotaro lives alone win Wait. Best Comedy and Best Drama? That's weird. Yeah, it's in both categories. Wait, is, it's in both categories, but that one specifically says not drama, right? No, it says Best okay. Comedy. Oh, okay. Well, you just said that a drama is anything that's not comedy, so well, how can it be both? Basically, that's from what I hear. Uh, my Dress-Up Darling, Uncle from Another World, a.k.a. Isekai Oji-san, which... If it wasn't for the delays, I think could have been like best comedy, but the delays killed any hype that other people might have had while voting, even though I think it was great. Even if it did kind of lean too much into the uh, isekai premise, like towards the end, instead of showing like an isekai protagonist in the real world. Yeah, the hi- the hype definitely was the returning from the isekai world and seeing what he does with that. Like, he keeps his magic and stuff, so seeing what he does with that. And they focus on that for, like, a couple episodes, and then and then they just start showing a bunch of the stuff that happened in the isekai world. And uh, it's still okay, but then they they just start leaning more into fan service and stuff, and it's not holding up to the original premise. But, I mean, it might get better. They might just have started showing the other world because they're going to bring it into the real world again. But I doubt it. But we'll see what happens. I'm so excited. But I guess it maybe doesn't deserve best you just, comedy. Anime. You just like it because he plays Sega a lot. Sega's great. You're wrong. And then, uh, your boy Kong Ming. Heck Never yeah. heard of it. Oh, what? Who won yeah. anyway? That's good. They got the opening. The winner was Spy <laughs> Family. Oh, oh, actually, yeah. I, I Spy Family's pretty one. good. Yeah, that was actually I, really good. Spy Family is really good. For the Look, first there, there was a span of like a few episodes or so during the season two where it was kind of boring. Yes, but are, it wasn't even the me? whole season. It was it was like a few episodes that just well, kind of lost. It wasn't season two. It was season one. It was part season two. one part two. What happened and to no, season whatever. one part two? I, don't, it, uh, I didn't the, get that. Far. The tennis thing. It. The tennis thing was fine. The tennis, the tennis thing was, was really fine. good. I yeah. loved tennis. I liked the there tennis. There was something part. that happened after tennis, or something the that happened before tennis. The dog. Did they get the dog yet? Yes, that was in the beginning of court two. Oh wow! Like I mean, it was. I'm not insulting spy family i think overall it was a very 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 funny solid show i just think that kaguya-sama love is war was nothing but like perfect perfectly executed comedy throughout like the whole season and i did a much better job Whereas Spy Family at times lost my interest. Okay, like the stuff but, at the school dragged too much. But the episode where there was, he, he was trying to infiltrate like the vault in the school and he's following another guy who's doing it really badly. I remember that. Was that was really Excellent good. content. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. There was just moments in the season where I kind of lost interest in it. Or how about the one kid who thought he was going to have to transfer out so everybody threw him a big pity party to only find out he wasn't transferring out. And that the person he hated was actually the son of the person who saved his dad's yes. whole company. That was great. Oh my god, that was okay. That's not your one face of the is okay. That I would really remember that fondly. I, exactly though, the fact that there are you knew like, like where it was going. I feel like there, the like, fact that there are episodes the episode. that were not like dance. perfectly received. Whereas I cannot think of any episode of Kaguya-sama where I was disappointed by what happened. Every episode was just banger after banger after banger. It was just, it was great. Oh, okay. So what's next category? Wasn't uh, that like a, well, <sighs> the one where... Best action. Attack on Titan. 
either Attack on Titan or Demon Slayer. <laughs> what? That would be so silly that if the one that won Best Fantasy also got Best Action. That would be so silly. They, so the they nominees are Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba Entertainment District Arc, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean, Lycoris Recoil, and Spy Family. Spy Family, I would argue, even though it has action, does not really belong on a list of best action. Yeah. yeah. When I hear best action anime, that needs to be one of the main genre, if not the main genre. Like action. Like a fighting anime. That's what I imagine. They're taking the some of the, like... A vehicle to deliver <clears throat> jokes. They take some... They're taking some of the <clears throat> subgenres in some of the shows. Yeah. And teaching... And uh, acting like it's uh, the main genre, I feel like. Pretty much. I think that's yeah. They should have judged it more by what it's mainly because about. people will vote for more for what more for what's popular. That's how they get more. Well, people I would argue it. Demon Slayer totally belongs in action. Fantasy, no, not really. Yes, yes, but I still wish JoJo won because it's like it. it's only action. <laughs> Which one yes. won? Uh, Demon Slayer won. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't watch JoJo because like the first part came out and I was like, oh wait, they're gonna wait like a while before releasing more. I'll just wait till it's out. Now wait, they actually, it all, I'm too lazy to watch it. How could Attack on Titan, uh, I hate to keep bringing this up, but it can't be best drama and best action. <laughs> that uh, There's not enough action, I feel like, now to really put it in there. I mean, I don't know where they are right now. If the rumbling already started, then maybe I could see Boiler. it in action. But no one knows what the rumbling means. Oh, also, the theme song is literally called the rumbling. <laughs> it's no, and, but the lyrics is the rumbling. It's coming, so it's not here yet. Yeah, but oh, no one who is listening to this is going to hear the word the rumbling and know what it means if they don't follow and are up to date with Attack and Titan. Oh, okay. If they I think we're fine. Do know what it means, then we didn't spoil them. Exactly. They know it. I don't know. There's like one season where they're like, will they, won't they on the rumbling. Yeah, that doesn't belong in action. So, I mean, again, I'm more okay with Demon Slayer winning best action than I am with it winning uh, Best Fantasy, but I still don't think it fully, truly deserves it. Also, hot take. Uh, Demon Slayer, although it is technically more action, the action itself is kind of ruined by the fact that nobody can shut up during the fight. I know that's kind of like an anime trope, but it feels much more like bad in like Demon Slayer. The problem is, with Demon Slayer, the fights themselves look really good. So I can like watch the fights and enjoy them, but overall the show just kind of doesn't keep my attention. It's just when the big flashy fights start up, I'm like, ooh, like pretty colors. When Tanjiro fought the dumb drum demon and he kept saying, "I'm the older brother, so I can take it," because my his legs was broken or something. He was like, "I'm the oldest brother, so I can take it. If I was the youngest brother or even the second oldest brother, I wouldn't be able to take it. Since I'm the older brother, I can take this because I am the oldest brother." It's like, shut up. That's pretty funny to be honest. <laughs> But I think they're playing a little into, like, Japanese culture with that, too, because of the expectations that would be placed upon him. Yeah. So um, the next but, category... But when he keeps, like, saying it over and over again, it, it gets a little grating. The best must-protect-at-all-costs anime character. We have Boji from Ranking of Kings, Core 2, and Kage from Ranking of Kings, Core 2. We've got Kotaro Sato from Kotaro Lives Alone... Marin Kitagawa from My Dress Up Darling, Anya Forger from Spy Family, Anya. and Shoko Anya Komi from Komi Can't Communicate, and of course it's Anya. 
Yes. Yeah. She deserves I, it. I, I don't want by family. I don't want any one popular show sweeping all the categories. Anya absolutely deserves it. Yeah, definitely. The uh, manga did a great job portraying her. The anime did a great job bringing her to animation. Voice actress did a great job. Overall, amazing character. Absolutely yeah. deserves. Must protect at all costs yes. of the year. Except then the next category, best supporting anime character. We've got Ai Hayasaka from Kaguya-sama Love is War, Ultra Romantic. Kage from Ranking of Kings, Core 2. Rebecca from Cyberpunk Edgerunners. Tengen Uzui from Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba Entertainment District Arc. Your Forger from Spy Family. And Anya Forger from Spy Family. And Anya won again. Wait, wait, Anya's a protagonist, she, she's though. She's the protagonist. She does not deserve no. yeah. Wait, is supporting that side, character. The supporting character. Yeah, she's not a supporting Dude, character. Like, I feel like most of the episodes are primarily from her point of view, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess because technically there's three main characters, but, but two of the three main characters ended up on the supporting character. That list. doesn't make sense. Crunchyroll's trying to say that Lloyd is the main character. No, he, Lloyd he, is the vehicle that all the characters get together for. Yeah. The show does not really follow him; it follows Anya. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there are some episodes where Lloyd's the main character and he starts off as the main character, but they do that sometimes in like storytelling where they start from the perspective of side character and move on to main character. Well, I mean, it just kind of goes. Between the different characters, though. Although, yeah. I feel like Yor does get the least amount She does, yeah. Focus. Well, wait till another season, somebody who read the manga. <laughs> oh, the next season, they're actually going to do that. I know what you're talking about. Along with the movie coming out this year. Oh, cool. Oh, there's a movie? Yes. Oh, that's cool. I'll watch that. Anyways, next is the best main anime character. Which, when I first saw this, I thought it was best protagonist. And was mad about it, but best main ca anime character, still mad at it, either, but less so. Either it was and they changed it, or it, it was different last year. Well, I think, wasn't last year it wasn't best character protected, it was like best waifu. I, I don't know, for sure. I, I definitely know, the same character won, like best, no, isn't the meme that he won, like best, best or oh. either nominated or won both best protagonist and best antagonist or something? Yeah, like probably. That. Anyways. That so the uh, choices were Boji from Ranking of Kings Core 2, Chisato Nishikigi from Lycoris Recoil, man, I really can't pronounce these names, David Martinez from Cyberpunk Edgerunners, Lloyd Forger, F Lloyd Forger from Spy Family, and Marin Kitagawa from My Dress Up Darling. Oh, I'm going to say whoever made the list. And finally, Aaron Yeager from Attack on Titan, <laughs> final season, part two. Well, I just really want to say whoever made the list between Lloyd in main character and Yor in Anya in side character only saw, like, the first episode or two. Yeah. Because that's a load of barnacles. Right. And let me guess, was it Aaron? Aaron won. Yeah. Also, putting Marin as main character, I would argue that the that guy whose name I can't remember... <laughs> Well, no one um, cares about like it. like actually the main character because I, I think most of the series happens from his perspective. Well, no one cares about him. They only care about the cute anime girl. But he's, he's the main character. Well, this isn't made for technical. This is just made who they think will get the more, most participants. That's how these lists are made. Yeah, and it's really sad because it means that Aaron Yeager and Attack on Titan win another award that they don't deserve. And Aaron, his character arc doesn't make that much sense, honestly. I mean... If you watch the newest one hour special, I don't know if this is like, I don't know if this is pure just from the manga or if they put some extra stuff in there or what, but they, I think, go more into trying to explain his motivations. Um, they, they bring up the part from the beginning where 
like Mikasa finds him like under a tree and he's crying and she's like, "Why were you crying?" Uh, I I read the entirety of the manga, so I mean, unless they add something I don't know about. Well, anyway, Maybe. we have around thirteen minutes left, so we need to. Yeah, I mean, we're down to about a dozen rewards uh, awards left. A so. dozen? How many more awards can they get out? A lot. Best anime director. We've got. Uh, the people who directed Cyberpunk Edge Runner. Do we have to go through every award? Spy Family, Lycoris Recoil, Ranking of Kings Core 2, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2, and Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba Entertainment District Arc. Some of those you can shorten. And Hario yeah. Satsuzaki from Demon Slayer 1. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give them that because adapting the Demon Slayer manga into what the anime is, yes, like, holy... Holy yeah. heck, dude. Okay. Well, <laughs> that, that's the one thing. I uh, well, They deserve that win. Yeah, the did a very good job. Is awful. It, okay, so. well, keep going. Well, we, don't, we, can, we can spend about a minute okay. on each one. Okay. So we he just really wants to talk bit. about Dragon Ball Z. Um, totally. But uh, We got to talk about it next time, unfortunately. So Cyberpunk, I know people really loved, and I've heard that it's like Studio Trigger at their best. Um, and they're, they're pretty weird in general, but I like... I like their anime overall. Even if Gurren Lagan wasn't actually Studio Trigger, it was more the people that worked there before they became Studio Trigger or something. Um, Little Witch Academia is great. Kill a Kill is insane. Uh, but no, in general, I enjoy their stuff to at least some degree. So if this is them at their best, I'd be interested in seeing it. I've not seen it. <laughs> yeah, me neither, but I, I really should. Spy Family, eh, it was it was good. It was fine. Like I really liked it, but like I don't think it would really deserve best anime director. I think like I, I feel like from what I read to what was adapted, it was a pretty straightforward adaptation. All that right, the so anime didn't change much. Now for now for my my category, best anime song. Whoa! Wow! The rumbling. That's yeah. <laughs> I think. I think Chicky Chicky Bon Bon got stolen here. What's that from? It's from Your Boy Kong Ming. I don't know. It's kind is. of a bop with like it's. That's just a good opening. It's got a nice like little Eurobeat backing thing to it. It's catchy. It's fun. Um, I actually like the rumbling though. It's oh yeah, good. well I think New Genesis by Adu from the One Piece film Red should have won, and I never want One Piece to win anything. I don't even know if that's my favorite song from that soundtrack though. I feel I mean, like that's it's fair. not. <laughs> I feel like I, there's other ones I like more. And but in general, yeah. Really good artist that did those songs. Also, I listened to the rumbling, and I don't think it's the best anime song of the year. Honestly, I feel like a lot of these probably didn't deserve best anime song of the year. But I feel like I listened to a lot of openings that Tricky were better than some bon of these. Bon deserved it. I'll have to listen to that after this. Uh, next, we have best anime film. This is something that I'm glad exists because it means that None of the other anime that were like serial animes could have won. So we had Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, Bell, Dragon Ball Super, Superhero, Inuo, One Piece Film Red, and The Deer King. My guy, you said Bell instead of Bubble. It's apparently it's Bell on the Crunchyroll website. Oh, like the B E L L E? Yeah. Oh, so they why? Why did they do that? Is it a different anime I'm looking at So Dragon at Ball here? Super 1, I'm guessing? No, uh, no. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero 1, oh. which I personally wish the movie was literally 20 minutes longer and just showed the characters actually getting to know each other rather than they're strangers and then you blink and then they're best friends. 
that was a little kind of awkward but to be fair they were adapting what was originally like four chapters or something into a whole movie and then why they, they worked in a lot of the characters that i think wouldn't have been in that original run either like the ones from the series instead why so would you just take too. four chapters for a movie because they needed to do like the prequel to the show just it's to sh- explain how stuff happens it's important to the next season yeah there, there's like plot stuff that happens that really matters and they're going to be bringing the main character from the movie into the series at some point as well i uh, just wish instead of a movie they kind of took the four chapters and did like a loose adaptation that had all the plot points where they added to it and made it like a mini season instead of a movie i feel like that would have done a little bit better I think the time skipping was a little awkward, but overall, it was still, overall, really, it was still good. really good. And they deserved the win. Best anime score. Do you guys think it went to uh, Spy Family? No. Cyberpunk Edge Runners? No. Your boy Kong Ming? No. Made in Abyss, The Golden City of the Scorching Sun? No. Demon Slayer? Yes. No, it went to Attack on Titan. Uh, I knew it was one of the I two. would say Demon Slayer does actually have a really good soundtrack. I don't know if I can argue against Attack on Titan, though. Like they, they've they've got the the beep boops. I don't know. Again, I listened to the rumbling. It was fine. I don't think it was that great. We're not talking about. I haven't that. listened We're to the, the rest score. of the songs. I know. I haven't listened to the rest of the songs. But if the rumbling is like, everyone's like, oh yeah, all the music is great based on the rumbling, which I've seen a lot of people saying that online. Uh, I guess the score would not hold up that well. But I'll have to listen to it and. Give it a no, I mean, they've had, I don't know about the, like, for that season specifically, but they've had Sawano in there, who is very well-renowned, and I don't know, I think they've had definitely a lot of good songs. All right, next was uh, Best Anime Ending Sequence. There's a lot of people that worked on all these, so I don't want to take away from them, just like the best score and uh, directors, but we have Spy Family, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2, My Dress Up Darling, Komi Can't Communicate, Kaguya-sama, and Call of the Night. And best anime ending sequence went to Spy Family. Ooh. Actually, yeah, the ending for Court 2, I think Comedy it's called, you said? Yeah, Comedy. Yeah, it's actually really good. That was the ending to the first I, one, too. So, I don't think anybody in this room would share this opinion with me. I liked the ending song for Attack on Titan. I, I don't know. I, what I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't. All I know are the openings and only some of them. Yeah, I don't think any of you have actually watched or... Josh, did you watch no. the... Nope. Nobody watched it, so no. nobody knows. I, I like only it. read the manga. Oh, come on. And best anime opening sequence was also the rumbling. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, that's not fair. That's not fair. I mean, that's not fair. They can't win best song well, okay, and best Okay, okay. No, no. It was, it was argued to me before already that one is for the song, the other is for, like, the animation uh, of yeah, the opening. Yeah. It's and still potentially really how that sinks... Okay. Yeah. My war, the previous opening, was amazing. Was rumbling was I think rumbling was still good, uh, but I think my war like that one was really unique and really hyped to me specifically. Yeah, it was. And then there was uh, your boy Kong Ming, Spy Family, Ranking of Kings, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, and Demon Slayer were all also nominated. Uh, looking. Spy Family had good animation in the opening, I think. I think Spy Family's was yeah. good. Demon Slayer's was pretty good. But I don't think that Demon Slayer deserves to win. Uh, <laughs> you said you liked the song for you, Boy Kong Ming. Were the uh, animation with it also good or no? The animation, there's a lot of like silly stuff going on. 
and like some like dancing and junk so it was it, it's fun it, it goes with the show but i could see people being like no i'd rather vote for something else on that one that's fair i guess except that it just meant it was a popularity contest instead of voting for who deserved the win this <laughs> is what this whole thing is best continuing anime series we have attack on titan final season part two demon slayer jojo's bizarre adventure Kaguya-sama, Maiden Abyss, and surprisingly winning the first award that we've seen so far, the winner was One Piece. Oh, Who could have guessed oh, that wow. One Piece won Best Continuing Anime Series? Really? Whoa. The most popular anime of all time? Like yeah, that? I never would have guessed. I feel like I don't understand what they mean by continuing series. Because it's not a new season. It's a show that had previous seasons and previous seasons. It's whatever's not season one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I thought so One Piece still has no seasons. I mean... It's not just beginning. It's been going on for a while. One Piece is just like an eternal season. Yes. But then you have like JoJo, which is split up into different parts, and they wait like a while in between parts. So I, yeah, but the I parts also aren't like, seasons. How many is awards? It like a sequel? Well, it's not a sequel because One Piece isn't a sequel. Oh I don't get. I don't goodness. get it. It's Come just on, Zach. not. A, it's shows that didn't just start the season. It shows that have that has been going on. Ongoing? Yes, ongoing, ongoing, continuing. but they're not ongoing. Yes, they, they are. are. I it's the same I, like, one story. I would going not on. consider JoJo ongoing because they stop and then make like a new part you, you, and then they yeah, stop. Yeah, but the manga is ongoing, and it's, it's, that's it's the ongoing, ongoing manga. It, it's it's all, the same. You know, it's the same, same one story, same series, same characters. Best also new, new characters. Yes, best new series. Spy Let's... Family, Call of the Night, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Licorice Recoil, My Dress Up Darling, Your Boy Kong Ming. Your boy and the winner was Spy Family. Deserved it. What's next? When you first said the Ya Boy series, I thought that was like a joke when you said it's Ya Boy. It's originally called Paripi Kong Ming, and they translated it to Ya Boy Kong Ming. Alright, next we have Best Animation, which I guess can go to Demon Slayer. I but mean, then, yeah, they kind of... Yeah, that's, that's this whole thing. Akabi's Sailor Uniform, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Ranking of Kings, and Spy Family. I'll, I'll give this one to Demon Slayer. But then, best anime character design, Demon Jojo. Slayer also won that, which <laughs> it did not deserve that at all. They're I think just either not. Jojo, Jojo or Jojo. My Dress of Darling. Or even J- Cyberpunk. Even Cyberpunk, yeah. I guess. But I think all the cosplay stuff they did was like really believable in My Dress of Darling. So I, I can definitely see that winning best character design because they had one character yeah. designed as a whole bunch of other characters. It was great. And then JoJo, of course. Come on, guys, it's JoJo. Yeah, JoJo has to win that. Should have won. Especially because Demon Slayer's character designs all kind of are mid. Although the demon designs are kind of cool. All right, so we have Best Original Anime, which is like anime original, not based on a manga. Cyberpunk. We have Lycoris Recoil, Birdie Wing Golf Girl Story, Healer Girls, The Orbital Children, Vampire in the Garden, and Yurei Deco. That's right. Cyberpunk wasn't even nominated for this. Wow. I mean, it's based on a game, kind of. But yes, <laughs> okay. I guess so. Yeah. And the winner was Lycoris Recoil. I can see well, that. I've heard good okay. things. I guess. Anyway, I've heard very good things. What's next? And the last category is Anime of the Year. Whoa! Wow. This is the biggest category of the whole thing. And uh, let's see: Wars. Cyberpunk. Can I say Edge the runners? Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba. Let blah, me say blah, the winner. Attack on Titan, Lycoris Recoil, Ranking, Ranking of Kings. I think that was good. That probably should have won Best Score. But Anime of the Year? Eh. And Spy Family. Let me say the winner. Who's the winner? 
Cory in the house. Super Mario Brothers 2. Baby, let's go. That was Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Oh, wow. I guess I kind of have Kind of an upset because they didn't even win like anything else. I actually thought Tag on Titan would have won that. Just because it keeps winning everything. Yeah, so like I don't understand. It's like people went and just voted anime of the year, and then everything else was just kind of like people who were really committed to making their show win went and voted, yeah. as opposed to like the general populace voting on just what was actually anime of the year. Well, a lot of those specifics only really super fans care about that, really. Yeah, I mean that's fair. So, uh, one last thing I kind of want to bring up in the subject of anime that I've been waiting years and years for this. And I'm so excited we're finally getting it, guys. What is it? Dragon Ball Z, Budokai. We don't have time to talk about that. Tenkaichi 4. Yes. Let's go. Like we'll talk more about that next time. We don't have anything to talk about because it's just tease, for next time. but it's amazing. Anyway. And when we've seen it, it looks really good. Yes. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening. We're the four fanboys. I'm Joshua. I'm Nick. I'm Kyle. I'm Zach. Uh, thank you for listening to us this week. Uh, search, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, find us on Spotify on Apple, on Google, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on Twitch. Thank you, and see you next week.